What's up, listeners? How have you been? How are your pets? How is your family and your neighbors, your friends, your uh, plants? Yeah, all that good stuff. I hope you are all doing well, surviving this COVID. In November, we're all still alive. We'll see what uh, happens at the end of the year. The Big Bang. Who knows? But I'm going to start you guys off with a quote. Other than that introduction there. Just because one person didn't appreciate you, it doesn't mean that you're not worthy of being appreciated. Just because one person took advantage of your good heart, it doesn't mean that having a good heart is wrong. It means that they lost a good-hearted person like you. They should regret losing you. You shouldn't regret having a good heart. Quoted by Najwa Zebian. I hope I didn't butcher that person's name. I tried. I really did. So, what's going on? Donald Trump is going to get kicked out of office. Lost to Biden. Thank fucking God. He's out. I was, me personally, thinking World War III is about to, about to crack, or a civil war, I don't know, freaking uh, Los Angeles versus Orange County over here, I don't, I have no idea, but yeah, I was a little worried, so he lost, he admitted he didn't want to give up his, uh, his throne over there in the office. Let me look this up. What is the news with Donald Trump? I hope you guys are looking forward to Thanksgiving. And what is your favorite dish or food from Thanksgiving? Let me know in the comments when I post this up on Facebook, Instagram, or on my podcast channel on Anchor. Let's see. Mm-hmm. All right. President Donald Trump appears to have cut ties with Sidney Powell, a key member of his legal team who also represents a former national security advisor, Michael Flynn, in his long-running attempt to unravel a guilty plea for lying about his 2016 contacts with Russia. Well, you know, in all honesty, I think the whole Donald Trump team is more famous than every other team that was with any other president previous of Donald Trump. Like, you got, who oh, that, the educational lady, what was her name? Uh, hold on. The Secretary of Education is what they called her. Secretary. Oh yeah, Betsy DeVos. DeVos. Yeah. They, cause everybody that was with uh, Donald Trump's team basically got their own screen time more than just five minutes of fame. They would be blown up for like months at least. Like, Betsy DeVos was all talking about cutting, you know, what, the funds of the L.A. public schools or something. And 
or like downsizing something was going on about that i forgot what happened let me look that up uh hold up all right Says DeVos pressures schools to fully reopen for in-person instruction during COVID-19 pandemic. Well, I am against that, that this was around July of this year. I don't know how you guys feel, if they should have let our kids back into school during the pandemic and they would have, uh, you know, had a different layout in the classes and in the cafeteria and I don't know how the recess would go or their free time, you know? Says Betsy DeVos threatens to cut off funds to public schools. Ah, I was kind of right. Or I was right. That don't fully open in the fall and suggest that those funds could be diverted to private and religious schools. Uh, I hardly doubt they need the funds for that. Depending what type of religious schools are we talking about. The private schools, I mean... I'm sure they're well-funded through their own private organizations and private donation centers and all that, you know? Religious schools, however, they would send out, what, those people in the white robes that you see out on the streets next to the Ilota men or next to the people selling flowers off the ramp from the freeway, you know? When pressed about whether or not she has a plan for safely reopening schools, DeVos was unable to answer. Right, of course. I'll play a small clip for y'all. If you'll let me from here. No, I gotta turn something off in the background. Give me a second. Okay. I hope this is like 30 seconds. Oh. In the data that suggests it would not be appropriate to have kids in school. So, I want to take a look at that data. The U.S. hit a record number of new cases on Friday. The number of new cases per day is higher now in 45 of the 50 states. 60,000 people have been infected by the coronavirus. In several states and some or have been killed. It doesn't say. Capacity. So, yes or no? Can you assure students, teachers, parents that they will not get? coronavirus because they're going back to school hmm. well the key is that kids have to get back to school and we know there are going to be hot spots and those need to be dealt with on a case-by-case basis but the rule should be that kids go back to school this fall they've been missing months of learning yeah many of them of are going to be so far behind it's difficult to catch up and we know that this is a matter of their health in a multitude of factors you know, today's day and age, I hardly doubt it'll be hard for kids to catch up. I mean, let's be real, with all the technology going on about in the free time that kids have had, I'm sure they can almost educate themselves on anything now. Literally anything. but More than what we had back in, in my middle school days or high school. Yes, we had internet and all that, but it's like it's being more utilized in schools more than ever. Even my niece... 
she's like in what sixth grade seventh grade and she has her own tablet from the school like what the hell i didn't get a fucking tablet in school Factors are multitude of dimensions. We know that their emotional well-being, their mental well-being, and particularly for kids from low-income and uh, vulnerable populations, this is devastating to be out of school and not learning for months on end. Sure, they miss it. Anybody disagrees with that? I mean, I'm a parent. Uh, I want my uh, school-age child to go back to school as much as you were saying you want for everybody. But the question is, can it happen safely? So, can you, by saying what you just said, also assure parents, students, children, uh, everybody who's there, that they're going to be able to do so safely? Well, we know that children get the, the virus at a far lower rate than any other part of the population. And again, there's, there is no, nothing in the data that would suggest that kids being back in school is, uh, is dangerous to them. And in fact, it's, it's more a, a matter of their health and well-being that they be back in school. We've seen this in countries, other countries in Europe and, and elsewhere in the world where students have gone back to school and have done so very successfully. That should be the goal. Well, we do know that... Uh... Right, that is the goal. Let's get all the kids back to the school. I mean, I don't know. There's been, like, them school shootings. There's been this coronavirus. Like, a lot of shit's been going on ever since, uh... Uh, what? Since Trump took office? But... I don't know. It's not, I'm pretty sure it's like he dropped the virus on everybody. Or did he? So that's enough about that lady. Let's see. Uh, should I go over the pros and cons of Trump? Of what he's done for the states? Ah, I found the six essential cons that define Trump's success. Con number one. Let me get rid of that ad. Oh, shit. Well, that was a fail. Okay, con number one. To borrow billions, Trump lies to inflate his net worth. As Trump's power has grown, his lies have become bolder and more apparent. Early in his career, however, when Trump first conned me into putting him on the Forbes 400 list, and then deceived financial institutions to loan him billions of dollars based upon a vastly exaggerated net worth. His deceptions were more elaborate and difficult to track. As recounted in the Washington Post last year, Trump fed me carefully crafted false information for years. Who is this guy? This is the Washington Post? Okay, well, what's con number two? Because that's a lot to read. To avoid taxes, Trump lies to deflate his net worth. So it went up, then it went down. Mm, okay. Con number three. Get rid of this ad. Trump makes losers of those he does business with. Uh, so what? He's like a scam artist. To win in politics, Trump makes voters believe that his presidency benefits them. 
I think I fucked up the benefit word, but you know what? It's all good. Let me read this real quick. One of the greatest mysteries of Trump's ascension to power is his support among working class Americans. He is far from being a person who mingles with the masses. Trump's social and professional activities have been limited to those who are super wealthy, famous, or influential to the extent that he has interacted with common Americans. It has been as a commercial icon. He sells them chances to lose money at his casino slot machines. He grants them admission to a real estate society through the scam that was Trump University. He offers them armchair viewing of crass demonstrations of cruel power in The Apprentice. Oh yeah, didn't that like cancel real quick? Yeah, it wasn't aired for too long. Con number five, to avoid accountability, Trump makes the media and truth the, the enemy of the people. I think he was already an enemy to the people before he became president. Number six, to stoke fear, Trump recasts perpetrators as victims. Hmm. Let's read this. As president, Trump's primary governance strategy relies on the same deceptive manipulation of human fear that brought him victory as a candidate. He has proved himself masterful at playing the white Christian male grievance card. Grievance card. I haven't been feeling too well lately. Bear with me. Where am I at? Okay. Whether it is the foreigners streaming across the border to take American jobs, the dark-skinned urbanity is coming for the rural, rural Americans' guns or empowered women appending patriarchal traditions, Trump and his Fox News echo chamber let white Christians know that they are being victimized and that far worse will follow if they do not fight for their right to oppress others. Wow. Yes, yes, that was pretty boring. I'm sorry. But here's something that might be interesting to you guys who are Disney Plus subscribers. If you watch The Mandalorian, which is on the Star Wars section, if you watch a certain episode, I think it's a new one that just dropped last night. Uh, What is episode four? of season 2 I don't know what chapter it is I don't I don't really keep up with that but there's an easter egg <laughs> on 18 minutes and 54 seconds if you pause it right there you'll see some guy hanging out with regular clothes on in the corner he's just chilling there just sitting back and just laying, like standing up against a wall, like watching the, on the sidelines. Check it out. I'm not lying. I'll, I'll post it as uh, the thumbnail for this episode and you'll see exactly what I'm talking about. Let's see. There was a meme that I thought was pretty funny. Or maybe you guys can relate or agree, whatever. When you're over 25 and you use words like lit, fleek, fam, or bruh, it shows, uh, what's this guy's name? I don't, I don't know this actor's name. 
How do you do, fellow kids? He lo- he has like a skateboard. He looks like he's six years old. He's wearing like some drip, you know. Somebody commented saying it should say thirty. What the fuck? I I, I believe that because I'm 26. I do say bruh. I do say fam, but to certain people. There was a a certain post somebody dropped on Facebook. I was going to message them and ask them if I could have their permission to read it on the podcast, but... (laughs) Excuse me, I forgot their name. So, they say, I don't know why the men that come into my life are abusive. Mentally, physically, and emotionally. What's wrong with me? And then she says something at some point. This dude was a nerd, so I'm shook. I only go for nerdy dudes, but I guess that changed. But thanks for asking. I'm okay. Alright. And these are order. All men's responses to her post. You attract what you think you deserve. Work on holding yourself in higher in higher esteem. You deserve better. Well, the only thing to do is stop going after those types of guys. The fact that you know you can pretty much pull any guy you want is dangerous. Because not only are you going after your turn-ons, you completely ignore the good guys for what you like. It's normal. <laughs> you got bad taste. Then you're not ready for no relationship. You need to work on yourself. It's not your time. Damn. There's another post, but this was like, um, looks like it's from Twitter or something or a Reddit page. Somebody just posted it on Facebook as a screenshot. It says, what's cool about moving away from your hometown is realizing all of the people you spent literally every day with do not give a single shit about you after you leave. When anybody that will say away from your hometown, I think about a small town somewhere in the countryside of America or some wilderness part of, I don't know, what, Oregon or a small community of people in Texas or small outpost town or something like that. And anybody says hometown like that. And you can pay hundreds of dollars and travel thousands of miles home to see everyone. And there will still be people that say they quote unquote miss you. But don't make any effort to drive 20 minutes minutes to see you. Eh, That's debatable. I would have walked to somebody's house to go hang out with them. But those were the old days when... My friends lived closer, and we used to kick it a lot, and, you know, hook up our Xboxes in different rooms, or they have one TV in the living room, the garage, or one of their bedrooms, we'll be playing on LAN, so we wouldn't need internet to play on the same game or anything. That's some old school stuff right there. I don't know, maybe they still, they still use that uh, computer cafes that they don't really exist as much anymore. Like here in Whittier, 
there's a place that called, was called C-Ring that I would go to almost every day after school. Well, semi every day after school. I'll go with like three, four friends or we'll meet up with some friends there. And you would pay like what? Maybe five bucks for two hours, I think. I think that's how much it would cost. And yeah, well, they, they would have like 36 computers lined up. You have chairs ready to go. It was all tinted out windows. So there would be no glare on the computer screens. They had vending machines there with hot pockets and their microwaves were there all set up. I was like, damn, this place is dope as hell, you know? And uh, you could get memberships, but uh, I think if you got a membership, it's just to like secure your login passcode and save your like your game progress because they would have like maybe 20 games 25 games or maybe more and you could play any one and the speed and everything and there'd be no lag it was all, it was all fun you get to link up with the, the homies there and just play you know call of duty or halo or my shit was called bionic commando i'll slay anybody on that motherfucker they called me the Spider-Man on that game. And you'll know why if you were to play Bionic Commando. Why they refer to Spider-Man reference or whatever. But yeah. That game was sick. Um, another Facebook post I saw. I'm so unimpressed by men who just want to fuck. I left my pussy at home. Now what? <laughs> oh shit. Now they say now what? Like... Uh, I don't know. Hmm. How do you guys feel about a teacher who's covered in tattoos? It could be an elementary, middle school, high school. It don't matter. But just a teacher teaching anything. But they're covered in tattoos. How do you, my listeners, feel about that? I honestly don't care as long as she's qualified or he's qualified and they're respectful to the students and have, you know, good ethic, ethnic or ethno, yeah, good ethics and teaching and she, she or she's recommended by like, I don't know, by other teachers and whatnot, then okay, you know, that's cool with me, I don't got no problem. Um... Nah, I came across this on a newspaper or something. It says, head to toe and tattoos. Would you want this woman to teach your children? It's like a neck tattoo of like a of an eye pyramid. Doesn't look bad. Then like, I don't know, is that fish? Fish or like a koi fish on her forearm and... I think uh, Simpsons faces or Simpsons heads outlines on her knuckles and yeah, everything else I can't make out. It's not a lot. It looks like there's maybe 10, 13 tattoos at least. Uh, what else we got for you guys? Ah, yes. Is it too early for Christmas? If you're setting it up 
either during October or early November. What do you think? I honestly don't care if they set up November 1st. It don't matter to me. But they're doing it in October. It, it kind of bugs me. I'm not going to lie. This should be all Halloween decorations. What the fuck? Let me look it up. Is it too early for Christmas decorations? According to many different sources, it seems that the most popular and socially acceptable time to decorate in households across America is the weekend right after Thanksgiving. There you have it. There, I says, additionally, some say that putting up decorations anytime before Halloween is way too early. I fucking thought so. I fucking knew it. Yep. Well, there you have it. This was a post from hiptosave.com. One of their articles. Uh, there's only about 30. Oh, wow. That's, that's a lot of results. I never really noticed that. A little tab there or a label. I don't know what you would call it. It says about 34,600,000 results in 0.42 seconds. Who needs that many results? I think only 10 results is good enough. Holy shit. That's way too many results. Alright, let me back this up. Let me back this up. Okay. Yep. Okay. Hmm. Sorry for the weird silence. What trending now there on the news is weather videos. Handmade fashion. Aerospace. Pretty sure nobody's looking that up right now. Mm, yeah, weather videos, that's the that's the main trend going on right now. Nothing too much. Other than that, well, that's nice. Oh, yeah, I forgot. I was going to cover this uh, topic that I wrote down saying people talking shit. Where is it? I took a screenshot of something right here. This is a... A post on Facebook, I believe, I took a screenshot of. But uh, it was something that was shared from another individual. It says, I don't like being around people that say hating shit in a joking way. Weird energy. It's true. I've been around plenty of people who uh, try to have a slick tongue. And, you know, they'll, they'll talk their shit. And I hear it, but there's nothing to say to them. I'm just letting them talk their shit, because what, what's the benefit of me catching them in the act? 
and being like, what, telling them to stop that? <laughs> yeah, okay. It can't fucking work. Oh, uh, did you guys see or follow No Chill Rasa on Instagram? There was a video they posted called Latinos in Las Vegas Caravan in style to go vote. And there was like a bunch of uh, Latinos on their horses. Maybe a good, like maybe 60, 100 of them. It's a good amount of them. Pretty cool. But yeah, about the whole people talking shit in a joking way. I don't know if you guys have ever been in that situation where they'll like drop just one word or a few words in like their sentence that they're saying in a joke, but it's not part of the joke, you see. And there'll be at least three of you in the room, or maybe more, but obviously you're in that room for you to be made fun of. And they'll just, you know, they could be talking about pretending to be talking about somebody else right and they're describing them like oh you know that one guy who wears a that that black jacket with uh, dark jeans and red shoes and it would be something that would give it away that you catch and it would have to be you know like the red shoes okay like not that many people wear just all red shoes come on now and then they go on to proceed with talking like, oh, yeah, I saw him, I don't know, eat shit the other day or, you know, fuck up with talking to this girl or however it went. But the child, they'll, they'll say some certain type of detail that describes you or someone or something that mimics you or try to basically clown on you to, I don't know, their goal is just to have a good laugh or just to put you down or I don't know spread that negative energy in some way it is what it is you can't not everybody in the world's all like chill and laid back just some people who don't like you some people just want to talk shit it is what it is it is here's another post I don't know about y'all but I hate dry conversations if I can't respond to what you sent then I ain't responding this I believe is actually coming from a female okay to a guy there's probably there is some men out there I'm sure but those are like more uh, like conceited men right it's conceited or they're about themselves and everything and that's how they feel like they're all high and mighty or they're on the high pedestal that they put themselves on in a dry conversation okay you know that's like saying hi or hello or especially if you do this with women you send them the wave hand on Facebook I don't know if they still have that but that right there you will not get a response, let me tell you. Previous experience in the past. Let me, let me see something here. Examples of... Of a dry conversation. Oh, 
what is this? That's the news. Okay, what Google says. Um, wait, what? It says what Google says for dry texting is haha, lamau, lol, sure, yeah, without the H, and then yeah, with the H. Okay, K, as in K A Y, and then just K, which is basically a fuck you to your face if anybody sends you just a K. Like, you know that, like, they're in the mood or something. Unless it's your parents, and they just do that because they don't want to spell the whole damn thing, which is understandable because they're like in their, what, 40s, 50s, or late 30s or something. Or if you send, mm hmm. So M M H M or hmm H M M. Okay, this is kind of kind of interesting. This is on Quora. All right, let me go right here. It says emojis and only emojis. No or nah an IG. Says the fact that they make no effort whatsoever to keep the conversation going makes it awkward. You're doing all the talking and it's hard to find a way to reply to their replies. Oh yeah, they show they took a screenshot of their fucking conversation on here. They have like paragraphs and this person's like, yeah, I'm cool. Yes. Yes. It don't. IK I know Fuck Yeah that's dry as fuck bro Damn Wow If you're in a relationship with somebody that's a dry texter um, I guess there's not too much personality in their texting But maybe in person they're different you know Everybody's different We're not all personality isn't all just in the texting because I think I came across an article where if you or a YouTube video where a guy is saying like if you use too many too many emojis that's not that's not manly see it isn't that that like kind of if you're a little kid then it's okay but if you're like a guy in his mid-twenties to you know older you're using emojis come on bro like what you doing is using emojis why does it keep taking me to the news it says people ask do guys usually use emojis guys don't use emoji unless it's the beer mug or the pizza in a group chat or to decorate a snapchat image so if we need to end our text messages in an emoji that our buddies could reasonably make fun of us for, or we're trying to flirt with somebody. Makes sense. Alright. Uh, alright, alright. Let's see what else I got for you guys.
this is something I took a screenshot because I believe it's uh, legit happening in our world or maybe just in the States, but I think it's everywhere. Okay, this is an example of ants in a jar. And you might be thinking, like, how the fuck do you compare ants and humans together? It's almost the same thing, you know? Ants are not stupid. They, they fucking build bridges of themselves. What do you mean? To get to their prey? Like, what is it? Uh, soldier ants who build a bridge from a roof and swung it over to a wasp nest? That's insane. That takes skill, alright? But besides that, that's not what I'm trying to cover here. Here I go with this uh, this image that says a little something. If you put red ants and black ants in a jar, at first nothing will happen, but if you violently shake the jar and dump the ants back on the ground, the ants will fight until they all kill each other. The black ants think the red ants are the enemy, and vice versa, when in reality the real enemy is the guy who shook the jar. This is what is happening in society today. Left versus right. Black versus white. Pro-mask versus anti-mask. What we should be asking is who is shaking a jar and why. That is true. But there is... uh, The mask thing is people... I don't know who really think they don't need a mask to breathe. There is plenty of airflow with the type of mask that they have available. There isn't just one type of mask restricting your, you know, breathability under the mask. Just let me see something real quick. That's not the point of that. What I just said about masks, but just something that just caught my attention. But what I just said, believes makes a lot of sense. I do believe it makes sense because when Donald Trump took office, shit kind of hit the fan. It's like all the KKK members just came out of the holes and just took up onto the streets and started, you know, ramming protesters with their vehicles, go do shootings or... All these things, man, happened. And none of that may be factual to what I just said, that they were all done by the Ku Klux Klan members. But they attacked anti-Trump rallies. So, I mean, it's not like some random person is just going to do that for the fuck of it. They had to have a motive. Let's see. Who is behind the curtain? Making leftist This is just this just took me to a book. I didn't want to find that. 
Why do I looked up why do Mexicans get so much hate in America? I don't know. I just looked up something random. This, uh, okay, this says, it's worse than ever how Latinos are changing their lives in Trump's America. I don't want to read the whole article to you guys, but let's talk about a specific family. The first time someone called Lydia, Lydia a wetback, she had to ask her teacher what the slur meant. She was only 13 and had recently moved to California from Jalisco, Mexico with her parents and six siblings. Oh yeah, if you're Latino and you're hearing me speak, trying to speak some Spanish, uh, forgive me. I wasn't raised in the motherland and also my household didn't really want to speak Spanish because they wanted our generation, they all must know English. That's what they wanted. And also, if only it's more military background. Kind of want to turn towards American way. So yes, whitewash, if you want to call it that. She quotes, Every day, when I take my daughter to school, we pray. I ask God to protect her. I don't know if I'm going to see my daughter or my husband at the end of the day. It's pretty scary. I mean, it's true for some families out there. I was kind of thinking almost the same thing about my own child. Because uh, my family is like in the heart of my, well, my daughter is in the heart of the city. And uh, if Trump were to, you know, when the whole election was going down, and if he were to win or lose, I wasn't, I wasn't too sure what was going to happen. I was like, damn, should I call my supervisor and see if we're going into work today? I was like, I don't want to, like, go come to a roadblock and there's, like, some purge shit going down. Just pretty dramatic, you know, all, all from the movies and whatnot, but I, I would not be surprised if some shit like that were to go down. So, let's see... Many Latinos across the U.S., the August violence in El Paso, wrought by a gunman who intended to shoot as many Mexicans as possible, marked the day they long feared would come. The killings came less than a week after a gunman who had previously complained about hordes of mestizos shot three people at a food festival in Gilroy, California, and they followed years of belligerent rhetoric by Donald Trump, who launched his presidential campaign in 2015 by calling Mexicans rapists and has directed his administration to crack down on undocumented immigrants and asylum seekers. Hate crimes are up across the United States, said Brian, the director of the Center for the Study of Hate and Extremism, rising steadily since 2016. Crimes targeting Latinos have increased nearly 80% in California since 2016. In 2018, nearly 4 out of 10 Latinos in the U.S. said they had experienced discrimination in the last year. 
true. When I first started at my job at Goodyear, uh, I was working alongside another gentleman named Cliff. And I was walking down a certain section where I was inspecting tires. And on this lane I was working on, uh, a certain dock bay for mechanics, they could see me. And there's two standing outside. One of them was white. The other one is, I don't know, he looks mixed. But the white gentleman, who looks like he was in his 60s at least, he spoke pretty loudly saying, oh, go back, you wet back, goddamn beaner, Mexican, this and that. And I was like, are you fucking serious? It was like my second day, first day here, and I'm already hearing some shit. I didn't say nothing. I didn't care. I just thought it was like surprisingly. Uh, I was just, it was a surprise to me. That's all. I didn't take it just to the supervisors. I could have. I could have sued them. But see, with the mechanics are a union, okay, and they got each other's backs. And the the guy that was next to that gentleman who called out called me out on like that. Or discriminating me from a distance or whatever. He wasn't gonna, he wasn't gonna like put down his colleague or his coworker. He wouldn't do that, just especially to some new guy, new guy here at the shop. Yeah, right. But that's just something that I experienced. <sighs> Excuse me. I'm gonna be taking a nap after this. Uh, what else do I got for you guys? There's a gift called send a, send a cake. I don't know if there's literally a cake in the box, but when you open the box, a bunch of paper mache butterflies or birds or something come flying out. They look, they look realistic. Like real butterflies or birds flapping around. It's a cool surprise unless it hits you in the eye. Then don't get it. <laughs> well, I don't know if it would, but still. Uh, yeah, sendacake.com. Sponsor me, alright? I'm hyping you guys up too damn much. But I was thinking about getting that for my daughter. I think she'll like that. You know, it's a cool little experience for her. Yeah, this story is way too fucking long to read to you guys, but you get the gist of what I'm trying to tell you. So yeah, ever since uh, Trump took off his Mexicans or Latinos in general, I've just been getting a lot of hate. I've been hearing stories, you know, especially in California about that stuff. Not too much you could do. Oh, speaking of Latinos, speaking of. There's something I saved a while back when the whole uh, Latino children were getting caught in the cages. Let me look it up. I know they've been saying like the children have been missing or they've been disappearing some fucking hell. This was last updated on 
Wow, February 3rd. That was a while ago. Oh, I guess there's something on their, uh, what is it, the Super Bowl? The Pepsi halftime? They had like people that were supposed to be referencing cages or something. They're all like neon. Uh, pretty fucked up to me to say, but it does look kind of cool. Just because it's at the Super Bowl and it made it all visually appealing, how they made their cages and outfits, they're all like neon. I'm sorry, but that looks cool. But they're referencing the children in cages down over there in the border, so not cool. Let's see what this has to say. Oh, it's just a random cage somebody put up. And there's somebody under like a tinfoil as a blanket or something, a thermal blanket. I guess they're trying to make sure that people, the public doesn't forget. The horror, this is a quotation or quote unquote from somebody, don't know who. The horrors at our border and throughout our immigration system are too often ignored by the public and politicians by Andiola. We're, we're asking people in Iowa and across the country, don't look away from the terrors enacted in your name. This anti-immigrant crackdown has to end. Yeah, that's, that's true. But, you know, something came up across Facebook that somebody commented on the, the topic of... Uh, what is it? It was like a child looking at a, at America. It was like a wasteland. And they were all like in messy clothes and they had a Mexican flag wrapped around them. And somebody put like, um, free our kids and save our children. And this, this individual said something that Latinos don't care enough to all rally together as the Black Lives Matter did where there'll be thousands and thousands of people that support Black Lives Matter, take the streets and cause riots and destruction or, you know, have have peaceful rallies on the side and do the right thing and, you know, getting their message across to the public's eye. And with the whole children in cages for the Latinos, she uh, had a point. Here we go. Because Latinos don't care about each other. They hate on each other. We were ripped from our motherland centuries ago and were stripped of our history. We voluntarily left our motherland and once we are here, our raza tries to forget where we came from. That is someone like me in my situation. I don't hate Latinos. But I can't relate to them. I could relate to so much, but when it comes to like their traditions, their culture, their references, or their lingo, their their language, I, I can't relate to it for the most part. 
And as one gentleman called me, basically a cholo, and he, we were at the gym, it was me and, and the old homie, John, we went to go work out at Planet Fitness, and this dude came up to me and started talking Spanish. <laughs> I don't know if this gets you guys upset or if you ever ran into a situation like this, but uh, I usually let them speak all their Spanish that they got to speak to me. And once they're done, I basically hit them with the uh, no habla espanol. <laughs> and they're just like, oh, okay, okay. And they get a good little laugh or sometimes they won't. They'll just either walk away or they'll ignore me or just, you know, continue on with their day. But this guy, this guy was different, right? He decided to say, oh, you know, we call you from where I'm from. I'm like, oh, what's that? We call you an opale. You know what that is? I was like, oh, sure. And I had to look it up right after. I was like, what the fuck's an opale? It's just meaning a cactus. I was like, all right. I'm guessing, let me, I forgot the meaning. I think it means, oh, you look, you look like uh, you walk the walk, you talk the talk on the outside, but you're not that on the inside. Nepal. What? What? Uh, basically a prickly pear that's what it is <laughs> uh, what does Nopal mean in slang con el Nopal el en la frente translation with a cactus on the forehead there is a phrase con el Nopal en la frente is when a person who looks very Mexican and by Mexican I mean native looking and they don't speak Spanish there you have it I mean I do look pretty pretty Mexican once the mask comes off it's all over for me I've been called many things by my Lyft passengers they'll always ask oh what's your ethnicity or where am I from and I'll be all from here they'll be like no I mean where are you from like Downey California (laughs) I don't know what else you want me to say other than that where I was born Jesus Christ or I'll hit them with the I'm American and they'll they'll get a good laugh out of that but it's always usually white people asking me that and uh, I've been told that I'm Arabic or Indian, uh, Guatemalan. Uh, that's the extent of that, I think. And Spanish speakers, Latinos, they always jump straight to the Spanish talking. They don't even stop to ask. They just talk to you. They don't. They don't think about it. So they just straight. If you're brown, got some. You got a little bit of mustache or a little bit of facial hair. They're going to talk to you in Spanish, bro. All right. For the Latinas, I don't know how it works for you. If you get the same, you know, experience, like, for example, if you're like a white Latina, 
I am pretty sure you get the whole that they think you're a white girl, like all American white girl. I don't know how it works for you guys like that, okay? But for a brown Latina, I'm sure it goes the same direction. They just talk Spanish to you. Maybe, maybe. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Let's see. All right. But I thought that that person brought up an interesting comment there. So, just I'll bring that to you guys' attention. Other than that, I update you on my daughter's going to be two this year. I haven't decided what I'm going to plan for her. I think like some type of wannabe Chuck E. Cheese at my place. Like get a little slide, get a bunch of balloons or get like a like a ball pit. You know how they used to have them at Chuck E. Cheese. But like get an inflatable pool for her and she could just, you know, go in there and wreck havoc if she wanted to or take her somewhere out for dinner. I've been wanting to take her to the beach. Just haven't had time. Uh, I've been caught up with work and school. Work has been pretty crazy lately. I will definitely update you guys on that later. The, some drama and bullshit has been going down over there. I'm just trying to change fucking tires, right? Uh, I have my Christmas ideas ready to go. I just need to find these gifts that will fit the project that I'm going to do. Um... I almost have all my tools for my tool pouch for the electrician class. Uh, I already got the tool belt, the pouch, screwdrivers, hammer, measuring tape, uh, utility knife, strippers, uh, needle nose pliers. There's a couple things I still need. I'm just being an apprentice, so I don't need a lot because I'm sure whoever I'm going to work with at whatever company or small company, they're going to hook me up with somebody who already has like a gang of tools and I'm just going to be their donkey and just carry what they want me to carry and, you know, pass them what they need. That I'm sure that's how it's going to start because when I used to be a plumber, that's kind of how it was. Um, what else? My family's all doing well. Nobody got sick with the whole COVID stuff. Uh, what else is going on? I am going to be having. I, well, I don't know if I can announce all that. Dude, I was gonna talk about Thanksgiving, but I don't know if I have permission to say anything further than what I was going to say. But what I like with my Thanksgiving plate is at least two decent sized pieces of turkey, two slices of ham, and I know, I don't know how y'all feel about canned cranberry sauce, or not the sauce, but the cranberry itself. It's like a solid, like gelatin-like thing, and you get to slice it, and they're like circular little patties, basically. 
I think that shit's bomb as fuck. I grew up with that. And when it's cold, it's fresh, tastes tastes fucking amazing. Compared to like the homemade, all crushed up and like little cranberry guts are all inside there. I don't know. I don't know how y'all can enjoy that. I like the little patty cranberry. I don't know. So I hear a lot of people's reactions. They don't like that. I do. I think it tastes phenomenal. All right. So fuck you haters. And uh, what else do I get? I'll get corn, mashed potatoes with gravy. But mashed potatoes got to be with real mashed potatoes, not that fucking powdered shit. But if you got the powdered one, then, you know, that's acceptable too. But, I mean, potatoes, man, the real stuff, that's pretty good. What else? Mm, I think that's about it. I hope you guys all enjoy your Thanksgiving. Have a blessed, safe Thanksgiving with your families. Make sure you wear your mask out in public. Stay safe. Don't, don't, uh, you know what? Fuck it. Take a couple shots of vodka for me, all right? Or tequila. Don Julio, 1800, whatever. And send me some sponsors. Share my podcast episodes with your friends and family. I hope you enjoy this episode. Message me on Facebook, Instagram, uh, the Random Mind Podcast page. Give me some ideas. And maybe I'll let you title the next episode. Or I could, I could have you as a guest. Who knows? And... If you want to go on a ghost adventure, ghost hunt or something, hit me up. I'm down. Or go for a hike or something while we're both running out of breath or whatever. It don't matter. Okay? It don't matter. Just let me know. All right. Peace out.